This is a pilot podcast. It's for business leaders who believe their business will be successful by solving the world's problems. I'm Elliot Dexter. I'm a founder of management consultancy, Handpicked Society. We're known for projects that improve lives as well as businesses, such as reducing pharmaceutical development timelines for AstraZeneca and helping Sky to launch Sky Glass, the world's first carbon neutral television. Over five little episodes, I'm going to look at topics such as brilliant budgets, change leadership, future working trends and values driven consulting. I hope that you enjoy them and that they motivate you to create lasting positive impact in your business. Working practices from home to office and hybrid. Where people will work after the pandemic is a hot topic. We've heard everything from 100% in the office to wherever I like and every hybrid variation. Decisions have been based on commercials, historic real estate deals, and leadership philosophies. But are we missing a bigger opportunity to fundamentally change working practices for the better? We know more change is needed than ever before. There are greater demands for flexible working and greater expectations of leaders than before the pandemic. It all leads to a more challenging environment at a time when businesses need to be more responsive to customers and more environmentally and socially conscious. Many businesses need to repair profitability challenges caused by the pandemic and meet the differing needs of a disillusioned and more remote workforce. So, how do you take the opportunity to support the well-being of your people and re-engage them. We asked some of our change and transformation experts to suggest some ideas. Here's five big things they came up with. One, learn from the lockdown. A lot of leaders have been surprised by the responsiveness and agility of their remote teams. Is there an opportunity to redesign old ways of working that might be slowing you down? How about decision-making? Were your teams making faster, more effective decisions during the pandemic? If so, why? And what can you do to replicate them in future? New habits have formed on a personal level too. Someone who previously arrived in the office at 8am may have found a new love for morning yoga, cycling or family time. As always, don't make assumptions. They, there may be young men who are anxious to go back to the office and older employees that can't wait to get back. Listen to what your people really want and why. Empathise with them. After all, you won't know what's needed until you ask. Number two, reset the operating model. The pandemic may have created permanent growth in some products like Zoom, and the decline in others, like business attire. The way products and services are sold has also changed. Think about Pret-a-Manger's coffee subscription. But have your legacy processes, structure, culture, 
and communications kept place, a thorough review of your operating model and organization design may uncover activities that are no longer needed and no longer suitable. There's also likely to be some big gaps resulting from new approaches implemented quickly during the pandemic. Number three, agree new ways of working. This isn't about how many days people spend in the office. It's about how you interact, make decisions, provide information and engage with others. Collaborating both virtually and physically in a way that's structured, inclusive and flexible will be key to team effectiveness. Daily routines meeting etiquette and team working sessions can help protect pace and momentum. Take steps to build a helping culture where random acts of kindness and appreciation are encouraged and recognised. Think about appointing a mental health first aider or have weekly mindset check-ins. Introduce new social sessions. Many people have missed the interaction. Number four, make physical changes in the office. If you don't change the office environment now, you're sending people back into a time capsule. Offices change significantly over two-year periods. Will yours look the same as when people left? Think about your new ways of working. What's the best configuration? Meeting room availability and working space that allows people to work in a way that encourages collaboration, fun and well-being. Even if you can't change the physical environment, perhaps you can use it in a different way to encourage the ways of working that you're looking for. And lastly, number five, create your vision and make it fun. Involve your teams to create your vision of how the new reality is going to be better. This isn't the old world and it isn't the COVID world. It can be new different and better. Leaders have an opportunity to present a new vision, avoid annoying vagaries like the new normal and demonstrate how things are different. One of the teams we work with in a large pharmaceuticals company has introduced Freedom Fridays. It simply means no planned meetings on a Friday, allowing time to get stuff done or have quicker unscheduled conversations that don't have preset lengths. A final thought. Winston Churchill famously said, never let a good crisis go to waste. When he was talking about the Second World War, of course. The pandemic is similar. People and businesses have suffered hugely in the pandemic. New habits have formed, some of them very positive. We have an opportunity to build our newfound habits and create working practices that are fun and engaging, benefiting employees, business, society and the planet. Let's take the opportunities and let's not squander them. Thank you for listening. I hope it was useful and that it's motivated you to create lasting positive impact in your business. There's more helpful tips, information and articles on our website. It's www.handpickedsociety.com We all know that making a profit 
is rewarding. But making a difference really does change people's lives.